You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Fearless Business Podcast, sharing with you the business behind running a business. We're your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Mary Clavier. Each week, we'll be bringing you great guests, insights from our experiences, and a behind-the-scenes look at all the topics you may be afraid to tackle in your business, but shouldn't be. So sit back, get comfy, and let's get started. Welcome to episode 156 of the Fearless Business Podcast. I'm Mary, I'm here with my co-host Jamie, and we're making it through the day today, friends. Uh, Today's (laughs) the day about learning about things you didn't know about. (laughs) Things you should have known about that your producer points out you should have realized, but you didn't know, and it's okay not to know. It's okay not to know. I feel like we need to give a little backstory on that. (laughs) <laughs> we do. Every day is a learning day here at the Fearless Business Podcast. This relates to the interview too. So it's just, it's full circle. I'm proud of this. Before we got on and started recording, we were having a lovely conversation, just recapping our weekends. And we started and I hit record and Don goes, oh, I've been recording for a few minutes. And although he had told us he was recording, he had done nothing wrong. It occurred to me for the first time in 156 episodes that there's no way of knowing when someone's recording the way that we record, because we don't record on Zoom. We record on Skype. So, yep. Episode 156. You can teach an old dog new tricks. (laughs) (laughs) And we were anyway going to talk about tools and things that we don't know or didn't know in our business that surprise there's all these great things out there so this ties in perfectly it does it does so the interview today I'm gonna let you tell a little more about this because you uh did the interview but this was literally something I should have known about had never heard about and that started me thinking just on the whole how many things out there should I know about (laughs) and I don't know just even in my business and there's a lot there's a lot of things yeah maybe we we, we it, it's too many topics to cover yeah. in the podcast. But this is a really good one. This one's really interesting because I feel like it applies to pretty much anybody listening. It does. And so we're talking today about Google My Business. Which, by the way, okay. isn't just a verb. Let's Google My Business. It's a thing. Great, great clarification. Yes, it's a thing. It's a separate thing from just going into Google, right? To like Google your business or your name or whatever. No, this is a real official other thing. I was I was going to say platform, software, function, whatever. It's something that Google offers. Okay. And you put your business information in there, kind of like 
you know, if you search for a restaurant, for example, most restaurants and local stores and shops will be using Google My Business. So you'll see their reviews and all their things. But what we talked about, and our guest is amazing today. She's such a pro with all of this. We talked about how you can also be using it not only for local businesses, but for product businesses and service businesses, no matter where you are. Mind, it's magical. Mind blown. I had yes. no idea. Mary actually called me after this interview and was like, oh my goodness, you will <laughs> never believe the tool that we did not know we needed in our lives. Yes. So now, I mean, we'll have to follow through and go to the next step of actually implementing it. But the first step is always awareness. Don't go crazy. So that's what we're covering today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to tell Brie about it. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> hey, Brie, go listen to this podcast episode, please. And um, please make the magic happen. <laughs> yeah. Work your magic. Have a nice day. I think it would be super helpful because I do actually have a local presence. Uh, for do. me in particular, yes. products are even more blind, mind blowing to me. But like, at least for me, while I do primarily do business online and work with clients all across the country, I, uh, I do have a local office where, you know, we live mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. local client, many local clients in Hoboken and Jersey City and the surrounding towns all over New Jersey. So I feel like I'm missing out on something that is free, right? It's free. Yes, free. What? Yes. And it ranks you so much higher than like all of the other things you try to just like do like on social media and everything. Google likes its own stuff. It does. Yeah. And people are already searching in Google. That's true. So That's here true. they're like giving you a free way to reach them even more. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's like the time I discovered that tool that cores your strawberries or opens your avocados. Yeah, okay. It's like that. <laughs> I didn't know this could be so easy. <laughs> I don't have either of those things. <laughs> but my mother-in-law has the strawberry thing and it is fascinating. I actually haven't seen it. So there you go. It's a little thing. It literally like <laughs> takes the core out of the strawberry and then you don't lose. Because I like cut half the strawberry off. And then my oldest will go in the trash can and be like, you've wasted so many strawberries. <laughs> but I That's digress. like when my husband, my husband tries to cut strawberries and half the strawberry is gone. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> my kids call me out on it. It could have been like three bites. Yeah. Okay. But in any case, yes, <laughs> Google My Business is amazing. It's a tool that you didn't know you needed. Now you know. Yeah. You're welcome. Exactly. So tell us about who, who you're interviewing so we can learn more about her and this honestly like really cool thing we did not know anything about. I know. I'm so excited. I'm like, I, I told her, so her name is Amanda. And I, I said, Amanda, but really everyone should know this. <laughs> she said... Yes, Mary, they should. This is why I'm talking about it. Mind it's blown. Like, okay, yeah, point taken. It's <laughs> fantastic. Okay. Amanda Tento is the owner and founder of TDM Marketing, 337 Networking, and host of the Determined Mom Show podcast. She lives with her husband, Bert, and their three daughters in York, Pennsylvania. Amanda was determined to be a work-at-home mom as soon as she possibly could when she found out she had a third daughter on the way. She had to find a way not to go back to her nine to seven managing a credit union branch. She loved the job, but felt like she never saw her family. She has been making her own way for almost four years now. Amanda decided that the best way to do this is to put her very skill set to work. 
She started TDM Marketing to help small business owners grow their business and reach more customers. She has 15 years of business management experience, and she uses it daily for her clients and her own business. She is also a full-time mother and wife. The Determined Mom offers Google My Business Management and education and marketing coaching. Her latest offshoot of the TDM brand is an unusual approach to business networking called 337 Networking. These events are equitable, fun, and not based on membership or status. And now, on to the episode. I am very excited to announce the launch of the UnBusiness School, Hashtag Legal's new course offerings. In our first round of classes, we've created a series of mini classes on the following topics, business formation, contracts, trademark, copyright, and terms and conditions and privacy. Whether you are a designer, developer, creator, or you own your own brick and mortar business, we will be breaking down the topics you need to know that can confuse many business owners. We've capped all videos at 20 minutes to make sure we get the most important subjects without all of the unnecessary legal jargon. You can choose the mini class you want, or you can buy a bundle and make a masterclass. We are here to provide you confidence to make decisions about your business. You no longer have to fear the legal side of your business because you'll be empowered to make decisions and will know when you need to ask for help. For more information, go to school.hashtag-legal.com backslash the unbusiness school. Hi, Amanda. Welcome to the show. Hi, Mary. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm so excited you're here so that we can talk all about Google My Business. Yes, it's such an important topic, even though no one knows it. Yes. Okay, so let's start with exactly that. So what is Google My Business? Google My Business is a free directory listing that Google provides to businesses that can serve clients locally. However, if you serve clients worldwide, you can still have a Google My Business listing because you just have to have that ability to serve someone down the street from you and that other person that's across the world. Excellent. Okay. So how is it helpful for business owners? What are the things that you see as most important? Well, where do you go when you need to, <laughs> to find something? Okay. That was not planned, <laughs> but, you're, <laughs> but you're right. I go to Google. <laughs> yep. So about 89% of um, you know, all Google searches on desktop take place on Google. And in 10 countries around the world, including the U.S. and Japan, even more of those searches take place on mobile. So you can imagine the numbers are just astronomical for how many people use Google every single day to search every single thing that they need. When you need a new hairstylist, you may ask your friends or you're going to go to Google, look at the top rated one that comes up, the one with the most reviews. And you're going to call and tell them what kind of hairstyle you have and if they have anybody that's good. You're not going to go to the second page of Google. You're not going to scroll down to the websites anymore. Google now offers those three top selections that they view as the top businesses in the area. And if you're not on there, then you're not getting that phone call. Wow. Okay. Yes, you're right. And even if I do ask my friends, I then go and search the place in Google. Right, exactly, because you still want to see the reviews. You still want to see what other people think, what experience they had. Is it clean? Do they do the COVID procedures? I mean, there's so much stuff now that people really need to know before they solicit a business. Excellent. Okay, what if you aren't local? Does it apply to both product and service businesses, or how does that work? 
It applies to location-based businesses. It applies to product businesses and service businesses. So you can have any type of business and be on Google My Business and really get a lot of business from it. I have a graphic designer that I worked with to just do a quick audit on her listing and she's already getting clients from Google My Business and that was just last month. Wow. Okay. So even if you have a website, I mean, obviously the website is separate from Google. So Mm -hmm. it's like its own profile within Google. Yes, it's its own profile. And Google really doesn't want anybody to ever leave Google. (laughs) So that's one of the reasons why they created the Google My Business listings is because it has a direct link to your phone number, your website, your hours, everything that you really need to know about a business, if you've ever noticed, is literally on that little um, profile. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yes, that's very important then. I think probably what I'm, whenever I'm going to look something up already, it's showing me from Google My Business and I just didn't know that. It is. And it's, you know, it's those three little results. Sometimes there's four if someone has chosen to do an ad through Google My Business. It's the three results that are right there at the top that have the ratings on, you know, X number of reviews. And when you click on that, it expands and you can see a picture. You can see where they are on the map. You can see their website, business name. You can see different attributes, which is also a really important part of Google My Business. If they are um, black owned, if they are women led, um, if they're LGBTQ friendly. So those are all things that you can put on there. Not all businesses have all of those options, but all of the businesses have black owned and women led. Oh, so. that's great. Mm-hmm. Okay, excellent. Wow, I'm, I'm see, this is this is why we're chatting. I'm learning yeah. so many new things. Okay, yep, so Exactly. So which parts of the profile are most important? All of them. Okay. Um, I had a feeling no you were going to say that, but just in case. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is all of them. It doesn't take very long for you to fill out your profile or your listing. I would say maybe an hour, and you're going to want to just make sure, though, that you have absolutely everything filled out, because if you leave the phone number blank, I know a lot of um, service-based businesses don't necessarily have a business line or Mm. something like that. You've got to get that. That's part of your business. That's part of a business expense. You can get... I we have a I have a UMA phone line for like six dollars a month. So I mean, you know, you have to invest in your business, and that is one of the things that you can't skimp on, um, because Google isn't going to serve your listing to anyone if you don't have it complete with a phone number. You know, if you don't have a website, there's actually a way that you can just click a button, and Google kind of makes you like this very plain um, yet interesting website with all the information from your Google My Business listing. So if you don't have a website yet, yeah, you can just click that and it'll produce one for you. Wow. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, They're really trying to do everything to get you to be there, but it makes sense since so many people use that platform. Yeah. And the other part that is important is your photos. You want to make sure you have your logo. You want to make sure you have all your photos on there. You also want to make sure that you set your locations. Google allows you to set 20 locations. And in most people's mind, um, they're going to set, well, if it's a location-based business, you definitely want to set, you know, your immediate area. But you also don't want to not take advantage of all 20 of those locations because you're missing out. If someone wants to drive an hour away, make sure that you're showing up over there because they might not even know that you're within an hour's drive of their house. So make sure that you put in everywhere that you want to show up 
And for service-based businesses, this is where it gets really interesting, is that um, I just did a, an optimization for a copywriter. And so what we did was we strategically picked different cities where her best clients come from, New York, Seattle, Portland, um, where she's based. And then within those cities, we picked four zip codes from each of those five cities. And we strategically picked them to be the most affluent zip codes in that area. So that way she's going to be served to the right clients. You know, it's all about targeting. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. That's so interesting. So that was actually going to be a follow-up question for me. So let's dig into that a little bit more. It seems like you could probably do something similar even for product businesses then going to the locations where you sell the most, for example. Yep. Yeah, you sure can. I have another client that's a hemp farm in Wisconsin, kind of interesting. Um, But you can also upload your products onto the website. You can put photo, you can put a description, and you can put a price. So you can put starting at, or you can put the actual price, um, or, you know, whatever, you know, range it is, you can put that in there. And it's also another really important thing to be able to just send them right to your website from there. You know, you just click that product link right to the product link on your website. And that's going to really allow you to increase your sales as well. So can you link to each, you can link each picture to a spot on your website? Yeah, you can link each. So you're just going to create a new product for each of your products. Now, if you have like 300 products, I don't know if you want to do that. (laughs) Um, I would just pick your top 10 your top 10 best-selling products and and put them in there. But it's so flexible and Google has really, really started upgrading it and making it so much better for us as business owners, especially since COVID started, like they've added all of the COVID-19 updates and things like that. Like with the restaurants, they can put that they have pickup, delivery, um, curbside, all of those options are in there. So it's just a really important piece for people to have. And I am passionate about sharing this because I want everybody to be on Google My Business. Yeah, seriously. So so even if you're not paying for ads, if you have Google My Business, it's a way for you to be coming back in the search results. Is that right? Yeah. So I actually see Google My Business as a foe to Google Ads, which is kind of funny Hmm. because when you think about it, I have clients that start out and they have a high Google ad spend, right? Mm -hmm. But as your Google My Business presence grows and you move up to that number one, two or three spot, you're not going to have to spend as much on Google ads and you're automatically going to be increasing your revenue. So then that way you have more money and you don't need to spend as much. So it's a really a win-win either way. Right. And even with the locations and everything, like you said, you can still be targeting in some way so that it's yeah. not all just up in the air. Yep. It's amazing. It really is. And it's it's like the most undervalued free tool <laughs> on the internet, like yeah. Facebook, eh, Instagram, eh, you know, but Google My Business is literally putting your name and your business in front of clients, not when you feel like posting like Facebook, not when you feel like posting like Instagram, when they're ready to buy. Right. Wow. Yes. That's so powerful. It is. Right. It really is. And 
Yeah, it's amazing how underutilized it is. So let's talk about the images a little bit, because I know different platforms, depending what you want to do with images, can be picky. Are there rules or restrictions on like what you upload or how you upload? Yeah, you want to try to avoid if you have like stock photos of your business or, you know, photos of your products or anything like that. Those are great. You can use stock photos, but try to avoid them as much as possible. Like if you're a real estate agent, you know, post Mm -hmm. pictures of the homes. If you're a salon, post the before and afters, you know, like just try to post as much of your business because you got to think about what stops your scroll. And that's going to be the same concept on Google My Business. Any eye-catching picture, something that looks more like a candid picture is going to perform better than a stock photo. You can also upload videos. Those videos have to be under 30 seconds to go into a post. The thing that's very interesting about Google My Business posts is that they also allow you to have one of six different calls to action, which would be book now, um, learn more, sign up, call, and can't remember the last one, but it's something. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> my brain isn't functioning right now, but, uh, but yeah, so you have those six different calls to action that you can choose and you can link. So I actually use it to promote my podcast. So for example, when I have a new episode, I will put the podcast cover, a little blurb, and then I'll also put a link to learn more right to that podcast episode on my website. Wow. Oh my gosh, Amanda, like mind blown here. <laughs> I know. It's so amazing. I'm, I'm serious. It, it's definitely a game changer for wow. almost every type of business. Right, right. And then if you do have something, like you mentioned, a podcast where the information, where you update and you're putting like new information out regularly, you can circle back and be and keep linking that in the yeah. Google space too. Yep. And for blog posts and I mean, there's just so much more. The more information that you can get into the hands of Google, the more it's going to learn about you, your business, because it can connect all of the things. So it knows when you have an Instagram page and a Facebook page, and it will actually display them on your Google My Business listing without you even doing it. Because it's Google. It knows everything. Right, right. Yeah, Yeah, I'm seeing, I'm definitely seeing how that ties. So even for my product business for brief transitions, if women search for postpartum mesh underwear, it could be showing up for that, like Mm -hmm. separate from my website. And that's more chances for me to direct them to my website. Yeah, exactly. And they could even, like if you have different colors, you can put each different color in there and then click right to your website to order. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Even for, right. Cause I do have different colors. You're right. Even for the transitions collective, cause it's community for mom business owners. So when people are searching for that type of community, it could come up for them. Yeah, wow. definitely. There is a description. I want to talk about one yeah. really important thing that's often missed and almost everyone either leaves this blank or puts in like one or two sentences. So okay. you have 750 characters to fill out your description and things that you want to include is your business name and the final product. So whatever problem you solve for your customer, you want to put that in there because they're going to be searching for those keywords, if that makes sense. So just like you said, um, you know, mesh underwear for post postpartum mesh underwear, right? Mm -hmm. That has got to be in your description. 
And you also want to talk about the areas that you serve. So if they're only available in the United States, then you're going to put that in. If they're only available in Europe, then you're going to put that in. But it's really important to address all of those things, the problem that it solves. And for you, you would probably want to go over the features and benefits of what makes them different than those disposable weird ones that you get in the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> so. exactly. Wow. Okay. This is, wow. This is amazing. There's, there's so much information here. How about, okay. So does it have to, do you have to link it to your business email address or a Google, like a Gmail address or how does that work? It has to be either a Gmail or G suite address. So um, it doesn't matter what one, it can be the one that you had in college. It doesn't matter um, as long as, you know, it's a Gmail address. One thing that I highly recommend to all my clients is to, if you have more than one Gmail address, or if your husband has an email address or whoever you want to even have access to it, you want to add them as a manager, just so you never lose that access because it's very easy to forget what email (laughs) you tied it to. I think I have like 30 or 40 email addresses, Gmail addresses just from, you know, all my clients over the years and myself and, you know, different businesses and things like that. So how in the world am I going to remember which one I have it under? Right. Yeah. That's a very important part. Okay. And if you have G Suite, then can you have multiple, because I have G Suite for my Mm -hmm. multiple businesses. Can then you have, can you have multiple um, Google My Business pages like per email address then? Yes, you can have, it doesn't matter if it's G Suite or Gmail, you can have access to as many as you want. I probably have access to about 80 Google My Business pages. um, And I have to like scroll through the pages to get to the ones that I want now. But there's no limit on access. Okay. And so which parts of it, I mean, besides not knowing what Google My Business is or not leveraging leveraging it at all, what parts of it do you find that people usually make the mistakes with or the errors that don't amplify their listing as much? Definitely missing information, phone numbers, websites, all of those things. The other thing is maybe their logo isn't there, missing information. Probably the other one that's pretty big is just not utilizing it. So setting it up and never touching it again. Mm. Um, This happens a lot when you hire an SEO agency. They will set it up for you as a directory listing and never touch it again unless, you know, your phone number changes or something like that, which it's good to update. But you need to actively be using your your post or your, your listing and your post because Google needs to know that you're serious about what the public knows about your business. Okay. So if you are a service business and you publish content of any kind, that kind of goes to your point about those options and like swapping one of them out with new information. Yes, definitely. And there are really easy ways to make this automated. I'm a an oh. automation queen. Yeah. Let's um, talk so about I that. Love <laughs> I love having everything automated. And I think most of us in business have 400,000 things to do. So we don't need right. 400,001. So what we can do is use different apps. So there are three different um, social media. What are those called? Scheduling tools. Mm. So three different social media scheduling tools that you can use to schedule to Google my business. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So I have my favorite. I'll tell you the other yeah. two first. The first one is called One Up App 
www.ghostbusiness.io. And I think it's like 10 bucks a month and you can just go and schedule them. It's not really too exciting because you can't like pick your calls to action from the app. So it's just going to schedule it without a call to action, basically. The other one that I really like um, is Social Pilot. So that one has um, Google My Business a little bit more in depth than the oneupapp.io. And the third one is my all-time favorite social media scheduling tool, which no one has ever heard of, called Social B. The reason that I love it so much is because not only does it post to Google My Business, it posts to Google My Business and allows you to pick from those six different calls to action. It also allows you to post a photo right from there. And it also posts to LinkedIn um, pages, LinkedIn Mm. profile, um, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook pages, Facebook group, your personal Facebook page. So it's like my one-stop shop for social media. And can you spell it for us, please? Sure. Sure. It's S as in Sam, mm-hmm. O-C-I-A-L-B-E-E. Okay. So it's literally the little icon is a B. Okay. So. Yeah. Like I, is, I was wondering like B, like a bumblebee. Yeah. Yeah. Like a bumblebee. It's like mm-hmm. it's black and yellow. And yeah. It's an amazing platform. I've gotten a whole bunch of people hooked on it because they're like, I don't have to do this like every day or, you know, every three days or whatever. You can literally go on and schedule your whole month of Google My Business posts, uh, and or you can just schedule them as you schedule your regular social media posts. Right. Okay, so how often do you think we should be refreshing that content, like at a minimum, let's say? <laughs> at a minimum, um, Google wants you to do it at least once a week, so I okay. would never, ever drop below once a week. Okay. Okay, and that's once every seven days. So if you post on a Monday, you got to make sure you post before the next Monday. If you want to get more traction, the more traction you want, the more you post. That's basically the rule of thumb. For my clients, I have Google My Business Management clients, and we do 12 monthly posts. So we do three posts every single week, and we see a huge amount of traction with that number. So, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. And the idea is just that, not just, the idea is that Google is favoring people that are refreshing their and, and providing new content yep, to them. Exactly. And something that's very interesting, a little bit of a case study here. I have a client in Oregon, in Portland, and she has a hair salon. They do actually everything like eyelash extensions, um, permanent makeup, uh, massage, everything that you can imagine. So I just started with her in mid-December and by Mid-January, we had increased her call volume just from Google My Business by 26%. There's pretty much no other way that you can get like 60 new customers without spending a ton of money. Right. Like how much would that cost you in ads to get 60 new customers, you know? Right. It's a crazy equation. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm like half thinking like, how many people do we want to know about this? Because like, yeah. <laughs> I'm know, just kidding. Right? No matter how much I talk about it, I don't, I think like half the people don't listen and then the other half doesn't understand. So there's only like a quarter of the people that listen that are really going to implement. Right. You know, right. And really get the benefits. Right. Well, it's another thing to upkeep because the fact that you have to keep, exactly. that you have to refresh the content. But I mean, it, uh, especially for local businesses, but I can see the power for product or service businesses that aren't necessarily local too. 
the possibility of the impact and the reach is just huge. It's, yeah, it's unlimited. And if you get to that number one spot and you just continue doing exactly what you're doing, you're going to keep it. Right. Okay. And then you mentioned reviews before. So can people leave reviews for you in Google My Business? Yes. So have you ever left a review for like a coffee shop or like a restaurant or anything on Google? No, I haven't. But I've seen I've seen like stars pop up on businesses. Yes, I have seen that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so So that's that's, what it is. So um, if as long as you have a Gmail account, which most of the world does, um, you can leave a review, you know, Um, and that review will you can get one to five stars and you can actually write, you know, your about your experience. And that is really, really important for businesses, especially those high volume businesses that like hair salons and, you know, places that see a lot of clients in a day. That's a really, really important thing for them. But it's also really important for smaller service based businesses like my own business, because if I have 20 ratings, I want them all to be really good ratings, you know, right. Um, If you don't have a lot, they better be good. Right. Um, But there are also different services out there that you can use to not only monitor your ratings and kind of filter them, but you can actually um, respond to them right from there. Mm. There's so many, many, like just amazing ways to do this. Mm -hmm. Okay. And can you ask people to leave a review for you too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So if you go into your dashboard, um, click on, you know, just home. So you're already mm-hmm. into your Google My Business listing. You just click on home and then you scroll down a little bit and it will say share your review page. So you okay. can just copy that link and, you know, share that with anyone. What I usually recommend for location based businesses, and I do this for all my clients, is I create a QR code. So that way they can have that code right on their counter. Um, as people are checking out and, you know, just say, oh, do you want to give, leave us a review while you're checking out? Just have them scan that and they can leave a review instantly. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. That's very powerful. Right. Because right in the moment, you just want to do it and get it done. People mm-hmm. aren't going to remember like a while later to do it. Right. And they also don't want to be like Google, right. you know, typing right. it in. And right. Like, yeah. Like they don't want to have to type it in. They don't want to have to Google it. They already Googled it once to come, make it easy, as easy for them as possible to. Do you almost treat this like Google My Business as a whole? Do you treat it like another platform, really? Another visibility platform, the same way Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, like you mentioned before? Do you put it in the same category or not really? Because of the amazing results that you can get from it, I don't. Um, Only because... You can't post to Facebook 12 times a month and increase your call volume by 26%. Right, right, right. (laughs) It's just not possible. Right. Um, You have to post to Facebook like 12 times a day and engage like um, on every single comment, every single like, add, tag as many people as you can possibly know, even to get like a quarter of that result. Right, right. Right. So it's it's really in a league of its own in in a higher way not in a less way. So like if you had to spend your time, I mean, I think I know what you're going to say, but if you had to spend your time in one place, where would you spend it? Yeah, Totally on Google My Business. For my business, it's not the right answer because nobody knows about Google My Business until I tell them. So (laughs) it's a little bit of a problem that I'm in right now. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's a great point. That's a great point. For everybody else. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's very powerful. Amanda, this is amazing. Okay. So can you tell everyone a little bit more about your services and where they can find you? Sure. I have basically two ways soon to be three, um, that I help people with, with their Google My Business pages. So the optimization service actually includes three geotagged photos. So I actually do geotag all of the photos and or my team, myself or my team, um, geotag all of the photos to different locations that are helpful to your business. So um, it just depends on the type of business, but we want those photos to be showing up where your people sit, where they relax, where they have time to look on their phone. So that's where we like to geotag them. It also includes the complete rehaul or overhaul of your, your listing. So that includes editing all the info. I rewrite your description. Make sure we get all 750 characters. Sometimes it's like 748 or 749, depending, but we try to squeeze in everything that we can. Um, we just really go through it with a fine tooth comb. And just that alone, um, making sure that it's up to date and everything, completely changes your results. So, so that's the first service. The second service is monthly management. So we manage the profile monthly. We do also that optimization because we don't want to just go in and leave it as it is. We right. want to make sure we're maximizing our results. So we include that optimization. And then we also include 12 monthly geotagged posts. And if you have a business, then we have like a Google Drive folder that we share and you can drop images in there so we can geotag them. We also do that same location I guess you would say maximization. Mm. I think that's the mm -hmm. best word. Yeah, um, I follow for you. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we do that and we just make sure that your business is getting seen. We also include monthly reports. We do all of the descriptions. We do review response. So you don't have to actually go and reply to the mm. reviews that you're getting. We will actually do that for you. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, sometimes feedback is hard for, to hear directly for the business owner. Yeah, definitely. Especially when it's a negative review. But, right. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. And where can everyone connect with you more and learn more and all of those things? I host regular Google My Business Q&A sessions on Clubhouse. So it's oh, cool. just at Amanda Tento. And I also am on Instagram at the Determined Mom VA. I am on Facebook, just the Determined Mom. If you just Google the Determined Mom or TDM Marketing, you're going to find me absolutely everywhere. Excellent. So. And we'll link them all in the show notes too. So people can easily access and click. Perfect. Excellent. Amanda, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm, I already have a list of people in my head that I want to share this episode with because I know they, they need to know about Google My Business and yes. they need to optimize it. Yes, we all yeah. do. Yeah. Everybody knows. Everybody does. They just don't know it. That's right. Right. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank yeah. you so much. Thank you for having me. I am very excited to announce the launch of the UnBusiness School, Hashtag Legal's new course offerings. In our first round of classes, we've created a series of mini classes on the following topics, business formation, contracts, trademark, copyright, and terms and conditions and privacy. 
Whether you are a designer, developer, creator, or you own your own brick and mortar business, we will be breaking down the topics you need to know that can confuse many business owners. We've capped all videos at 20 minutes to make sure we get the most important subjects without all of the unnecessary legal jargon. You can choose the mini class you want, or you can buy a bundle and make a masterclass. We are here to provide you confidence to make decisions about your business. You no longer have to fear the legal side of your business because you'll be empowered to make decisions and will know when you need to ask for help. For more information, go to school.hashtag-legal.com backslash the unbusiness school. That was so helpful. I'm still continue to be fascinated by Google My Business. Yeah. It's a thing. We're going to do thing. it. We are. Bree's going to do it. But someone <laughs> from the hashtag legal organization will do it. Yes. It will right. happen. It will happen. We, one day we will see hashtag legal when we search in Google, we will see Google. your little Google My Business thing pop up. It's happening. 2021 goals. So we'd love to hear about the tools you use that nobody knows about. That secret tool that is like so important in your business. And you're like, why don't more people know about this? If you are not a member of our Facebook group, you can find us at Fearless Business Podcast HQ, or you can find us at fearlessbusinesspodcast.com or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. As always, we love and appreciate reviews wherever you listen. So please leave a review. Thanks so much. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. We'd love it if you'd subscribe and share this podcast. Reviews are amazing too. Please visit fearlessbusinesspodcast.com for more information. If you'd like to connect with Jamie, visit hashtag legal.com. And if you'd like to connect with Mary, visit the transitionscollective.com. Thanks so much and we'll see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.